Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's your boy. Jason McIntyre, straight fire for Wednesday, April 26th. We are, goodness gracious, what, uh, 20, uh, 28, 30 hours away from the draft? 32? I, I don't know the exact number. NFL draft on the horizon. Great stuff yesterday from Lance Erline. Tomorrow on draft day, we will have a special guest. He's been on the pod before. He's been in plenty of war rooms. Uh, he can be ornery. I like him. I don't know if he likes me, um, but uh, you guys will enjoy that draft chatter tomorrow. My goodness, this week is just off the hook. Draft, NBA playoffs, Aaron Rodgers to my Jets. I'm still buzzing off the excitement. People are real salty that I went on Cowherd Show Tuesday and I said the Jets are a 10 or 11 win team and Aaron Rodgers makes a difference. I did this lengthy write-up, foxsports.com. You know, I, I write for them. They came to me, they're like, hey, what do you think, gambling? Anything on the Jets in the Super Bowl? And listen, obviously, I'm a Jets fan, so some of that is colored. I still like to think I'm a realist, and I'm not looking through the green and white glasses when I look at the Jets' chances of making the Super Bowl. As a realist, I just know they were able to cobble together seven wins. Yes, five against backup quarterbacks. And those seven wins were on the back of Zach Wilson and Chris Strevler and Joe Flacco. And uh, Mike White, folks, Aaron Rodgers is going to level this team up. Now, the question is, is he going to be motivated to to dominate and rebound off pretty much his worst year in a while? Like Aaron Rodgers had a bad season last year with the Packers. You know what? You want to see bad Aaron Rodgers? Go look at the Lions two games when he basically pooped his pants in both of them. Uninspiring stuff from Rodgers. But why would he be motivated? Well, the Packers clearly wanted to move on from him. 
Remember Brett Favre? When the Packers wanted to move on from him, he looked good with the Jets, was an MVP candidate for the first half of the season, cratered, but then still went to Minnesota and went to the NFC title game. Tom Brady, when he leaves Belichick, motivated as hell, wins a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford motivated as hell when he goes to the Rams. Like, it can be done. I, it's just tough to get into the mind of Aaron Rodgers. It's just, it, it's super difficult. Like, the guy's kind of wacky. If he's lo- uh, locked in and they have weapons, which they do, and they're healthy, um, there's something there. And I'll just, I'll just put this out there. Robert Sala is coaching for his job. Essentially, this team will make the playoffs or they will completely flop. Rodgers will retire early. He probably will. If, if they're like, if they're a four win team heading into November, they're going to sit Rodgers. He's not going to play the 65% of the snaps or whatever. And they're going to just save that first round pick and then they'll have to give the second. Uh, to the Packers. So I, I'm fired up about Rodgers. This is exciting. We've seen quarterbacks in recent years move on and succeed. We've also seen Russell Wilson struggle. And Nathaniel Hackett is connected with Rodgers and the Jets. But uh, let's get to the NBA, folks. It's a little insane how wacky these playoffs have been. So let me just set the stage for you. The Boston Celtics have been the most impressive team through the first four games of any series, right? They are leading by, I think, 12, maybe 11, 13, somewhere in there in the fourth quarter. I have to go pick up my son from soccer practice. So I'm like, could I watch it on my phone in the car? Do I want to, like, listen to some music? I don't I don't decide to turn on the game because I'm watching it at home, and I'm like, you know, the Hawks can't get stops. This defense is a joke. You know, this is just a bad matchup for them. DeJounta Murray's not here, who is their second-best player. Like, come on. There's, uh, they're, they're backcourt of Trey Young and, and Bogdanovich. It can't stop anybody. So the Celtics have this. I come back, and I don't look at social media while I go to pick up my son. I come back, and dinner's on the table. I'm like, let me just check the score. And I look, and it's like a tie game. I'm like, what on earth? And Jason Tatum gets one of the most ridiculous technical foul calls I've seen. I mentioned my men's league. We got a BS tech. I put the, um, uh, our big guy got a technical for he got fouled on an and one and they didn't call the foul. You can see in the video, the guy slaps his wrist. So the, our big guy running back up the court, not like in the referee's face or anything, just slaps his own wrist. Doesn't say anything. Slaps his own wrist and gets a technical. I, I put the video on the IG stories. So Tuesday night, Jason Tatum is, you know, defending. Uh, Al Horford's defending Trey Young. Jason Tatum's behind him. And Trey Young kind of like gets fouled and puts up a shot anyway. And Tatum instead of catching the ball, just kind of slaps it well after the whistle. And they gave him a technical foul. There's like three minutes left in a playoff game, and he got a technical foul for that. Just absurd. Like, what are we doing here? Nobody's here to to see the referees. It was criminal. Now, Tatum did not have a great game. 8 of 21, 1 of 10 from 3. Finished with 19. Jalen Brown went off at 35. But the bottom line is, the Hawks fought back, outscored Boston 37-25 in the fourth quarter, and it was the Trey Young show. Now, I know some people are going to probably say, well, wait a minute, no DeJounte Murray, Trey Young got his. No DeJounte Murray, John Collins went for 22. He got 18 shots. This team looked kind of good. Trey Young, 33 shots, 38 points, 13 assists, including a 29-foot three-pointer. Now, I said Jalen Brown had a good game. I don't know what Jalen Brown is thinking there. Uh, Defensively, he's like backpedaling and basically concedes a three to Trey Young when that's what Trey Young does. He hits bombs. Unbelievably bad decision there. The Hawks steal the win. I'm not going to make anything big of it other than it's a, the Celtics have to be a little disappointed they couldn't close this out. I mean, we're looking at uh, Milwaukee, who was supposed to be the biggest test for them. 
And now Milwaukee's down 3-1. They're going to need seven games. So there is an opportunity here for Boston to get a ton of rest. Um, Philadelphia's already in the clubhouse, you know, to, to borrow a golf analogy. Philadelphia's in the clubhouse. Anything, this go, the longer this goes, the healthier Joel Embiid will get. So I, this is just a devastating loss for the Celtics. It's at home. You got to go to Atlanta. What do they call it? The highlight factory? Um, I, listen, Again, people want to bury the Hawks and, and Trey Young and Quinn Snyder. If you want to be positive, and I, you know me, I am Mr. Positive, Jason McIntyre. Mr. Positive. My team got Aaron Rodgers. Of course I'm positive. If you want to be positive about it, just consider this, guys. You're going home. You got nothing to lose if you're Atlanta. You get hot. Maybe you hit another 19 three-pointers, and all of a sudden... All of a sudden, you got a game seven on your hands. And you got Trey Young, who can be a major problem. So I, this is a crushing loss for the Celtics. Hawks get the dub. I know everybody wants to trade Trey Young. I, I'm just saying, 38 and 13 in the garden, including the game winner against Brown and Tatum. And now Marcus Smart had a brutal game down the stretch. Um, not his best effort um, between the fouls, the turnovers, like team high minus 12. Boston, not soul searching here, not the end of the world. But uh, certainly not the way you want to go into the night. All right, let's get into the other two games. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So after the Hawks upset, you're like, all right, well, nobody else is going to lose, right? The favorites, the heavy favorites should pull away and dominate. And that's not the case. The Suns win, don't cover a wacky game against the fighting Clippers. And then the Nuggets win, don't cover against the feisty Anthony Edwardses. And we've got our second round matchup. We've got the Denver Nuggets against the Phoenix Suns, um, uh, led by Devin Booker. Can we say that now? Devin Booker, I think, has taken the mantle from De'Aaron Fox as the best player in the playoffs. It's only five games. But D-Book is averaging 37 points per game after dropping 47 in Game 5. He's now shooting 60% from the field. That's like a Shaq kind of number. 60% for a shooting guard. 46% from three. Like, remember when 50, 40, 90 was Steph Curry and everybody's like, oh my gosh, I know it's a five-game sample size, but Devin Booker, 60, 46, 85% from the line. I really do think his worst game was when they lost game one and Russell Westbrook kind of outplayed him down the stretch. And since then, uh, Booker went off, 38, 45, 30, 47. That being said, I'm not so sure the, the Suns are a lock to beat this Nuggets team. I, I think I'm an, I, my pick initially before the playoffs was Nuggets. I felt even better when the Suns lost game one. And folks, explain, riddle me this. You're going home for a closeout game. No Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George. I believe they were a double-digit favorite at home. The Phoenix Suns come out and allow the Clippers to drop 70 points on them in the first half. Yeah, 12.5-point favorites. They let the paperclips, led by Russell Westbrook. I, I don't even know I can say led by Russell Westbrook since he was 3-for-18. And then you look at the box score and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know Plumlee played okay, but did he really have 20-10? and 10? So you're telling me two essentially replacement-level big men. Zubaz, I butchered his name because I always do. Rob G. loves Zubaz, former Laker. 16-10 and 10 for Zubaz in 24 minutes. And then Plumlee comes in 20-10 and 10 in 24 minutes. What is Jokic going to do against the Phoenix Suns? And I know people, I, I, listen, I just gassed up Booker. I said he's the best player in the playoffs so far, which is crazy because he's, he's definitely looks better than Kevin Durant. But, you can't take too much into the Suns' victory in the series, folks. We're talking about a Clippers team missing their two best players. We'll get to them in a minute. The paper clips are done, and maybe even worse than done, given the Kawhi Leonard-Paul George fiasco. But I think Denver, I even wrote this for Fox Sports, guys, I think Denver matches up really well with this Phoenix team. In the offseason, they add KCP, that shooting guard who is a very good defender. Who did they used to have in that spot? It was like Gary Harris a few years ago, and they tinkered with other dudes. Like, Jamal Murray's good, but you can't have him dropping 35 and then playing heavy defense. Their guy, defensively, is KCP. 
And he had his hands full with Anthony Edwards, but it's not like Anthony Edwards shot the ball particularly well in the series. KCP, and he's younger than Booker. But I think KCP against Booker, it's, listen, it's not going to shut down Devin Booker, but he ain't dropping 37 a game, I'll tell you that. That's not happening on KCP's watch. He's a, he's a good defender. And then Aaron Gordon doesn't need to do much offensively. He's a tough, long defender. He's big, big body. He's not going to let KD have whatever he wants. I'm just telling you, I know people don't want to believe Denver. Minnesota's kind of fraudulent, but those two guys should be able to control, not not stop, but like control slash contain the D-book Kevin Durant tandem. If you said over under 60 points for Booker and Durant in game one, I would take the under. I think the game's at altitude. Denver's going to play defense. They're come, Phoenix is coming off a series against the Clippers where they just don't even try defensively. The Clippers gave up, after scoring 70 in the first half, they gave up 50 in the third quarter. It's like they're not even contesting shit. It's like embarrassing. Here is one interesting thing to monitor. We know they have Kevin Durant. We know they have Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. They're going to force feed him early to keep the big guy happy. I just want you to keep an eye on this situation. Torrey Craig, like the other guy, who was consistently left opened down the stretch. And they're like, okay, well, well Tory Craig going to beat us. We're going to beat us. We'll go down swinging with Tory Craig taking us out. We're not going to let KD and Booker beat us. So Tory Craig had a pretty good start to the series, if you guys remember. 22 points in game one, 17 in game two. Well, water finds its level. And Tory Craig started to regress. 15 in game three in the last two games, 0 for 2 on threes. 17 minutes in game five, zero points. Now, maybe they're tinkering with other guys. I mean, Josh Akogi played 33 minutes. I'm just telling you right now, they're going to have to figure this out. And this is Denver. This is a much better team than the, than the paperclips. So if, it, if Torrey Craig's having an off game, is it going to be Landry Shamit? I don't know, Rob G. I'm just not buying the Suns team. Obviously, Booker's good and KD's good, but I am going to ride with the Denver Nuggets Denver in six or seven, but I, I like the Nuggets in this series. I'm kind of with you, and and even if uh, last night wasn't a good indicator of what the Denver Nuggets can be because they really struggled against Minnesota, even though they closed it out there at the end. Um, but the reason being is that you saw everything that you love and everything that you hate about the Phoenix Suns in that one against the Clippers. That 50-point third-quarter explosion with Devin Booker going bananas yet again in this series. I know I'm glad you called him the best player in the playoffs. I think that's 100% accurate. Like they looked scary. Like if if he's if he's turning Kevin Durant to the number 2 guy, like that's the most lethal offense in the NBA. Like it, you, it Kevin Durant is is made Steph Curry the other guy in Golden State at the height of Steph Curry's powers, right? Like that's how good Kevin Durant well, is. Well, I don't want to get sidetracked, better. but that that's where... Curry put up some numbers. But, By the way, game one Sunday in Denver. We don't have a game time yet. Oh, no, wait, is it Saturday? No, it looks like... Uh, yeah, it looks like it's Saturday, actually. Okay, okay. sorry. Go well, ahead. anyways, like, like Devin Booker's in an absolute zone right now. And then in that fourth quarter... We saw the Suns that we've seen throughout this series where it's super inconsistent. They forget like who's on their roster. The wrong guy, they're taking the wrong shots. And they fumble away a 20-point lead where it's nip and tuck there at the end. And we're not for a Russell Westbrook smoked layup 
followed by Russell Westbrook just running back on defense and standing in the middle of nowhere, and Devin Booker pulls up and drains it in his eye. Like, this could have easily shifted right back to Los Angeles for game six. So the peaks and valleys with the Phoenix Suns is really, really hard to, you know, get excited about. And again, their big players had to play mid 40, high 40 plus minutes. Like that is not sustainable moving forward in the postseason. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of the battle of teams with no bench because Denver doesn't have much of a bench either. Um, Foul trouble could be an issue, although I don't know. I haven't noticed fouls as being like a thing this playoffs. Has it been? Um, not necessarily. I mean, the one thing that's been a, a trend is that some series they're letting everything go and other series like in Phoenix and the Clippers, I thought that there was a lot of whistles being called. I mean, there's a lot of free throws that were shot last night. I think the teams combined for like 70 free throws. Oh, so geez. it was something ridiculous. Denver 32 of 36 from the line. Yeah. Gobert and Towns fouled out. Um, I don't know. I, should we do a post-mortem at all on Minnesota, or does nobody care? I, I don't know. Carl Anthony Towns, maybe his last game with Minnesota, 26-11. and 11. It's clearly Anthony Edwards' team. I just don't know how quickly they can reboot. Um, Towns will have a market. I, I made the case that he could be a great, great number three in the role of a Chris Bosh or Kevin Love. Hey, man. We need you to rebound. We need you to go stand in the corner and bury threes. Now, Cat, is he going to want to deal with that kind of reduced role? I don't know. But I think in his career he has zero playoff series wins, which is pretty much— Kevin Love had none. I think Bosch might have got to the second round once or twice in Toronto. But, like, Carl Anthony Towns is 27. He's going to be 28 in November. You know, at some point he's going to have to realize, you know what, I'm okay being— you know, a third guy. Now, I'm looking at his history. Yeah, he didn't. He only played 29 games this year. Actually, geez, three out of the last four years, he's played 50 games or less. After being kind of an Iron Man early in his career, this is a guy who put up 24. Uh, what he's had one, six seasons of 18 and 10, 25 and 10. You know, he's, the guy puts up numbers. Are you are you feeling this Bosch or um, Kevin Love comparison? Yeah, I think it totally makes sense. The the, the problem is though, if if I'm Minnesota, I don't know how I could justify making arguably the worst trade in NBA history with Rudy Gobert and then feeling like the only way to fix that is to trade your second best player, right? Like, I, I just don't know how, how that jives with the fan base, with the front office, the new ownership. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think they're more likely to just to even retrade Gobert and take a loss than they are to— No. Well, the, nobody's going to want yeah, to pay, I mean, or at least Towns has a market, Yeah, right? but the problem is, like, that's cutting, what is it, robbing Peter to pay Paul, is that the, that the argument, right? Like, I think that is the same. Like, I, I, I just don't know how, how you can say, like, yeah, we totally screwed up this Gobert thing. Let's trade Towns and get two more firsts back. Like, I think they're— Well, I mean, th- this isn't an apples to apples, but, you know, Minnesota's getting old. And, you know, Chris Middleton, we don't know what his future is in Milwaukee. Hell, they play tonight in a—tonight's t- a huge friggin' NBA night. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think the Bucks will win, but that being said, like, what if the Bucks called up Minnesota and said, you know, you need a veteran in that locker room, somebody who's won something. We'll give you Middleton and a couple picks. Um, send Towns our way. Or, or some kind of package where they get a sh- somebody who's not going to hog and dominate the ball, and Anthony Edwards can do that. Somebody who's going to create spacing in Middleton. 
and you know you toss in a couple picks or whatever, maybe another role player to make it equal, and then you and then Carl Anthony Towns becomes the the third guy to Giannis and Drew Holiday. I, I don't, I'm just spitballing, but like if the Celtics, you know, I can't imagine that they collapse against the Hawks. Like I, I'd be even more surprised if they lost. Well, not more surprised, but I'd be stunned if they lost to the Sixers. But like I don't know, Celtics. Is there an argument where they part with Jalen Brown and and bring on Towns? I don't know. I it's just. Towns feels to me a lot like a Kevin Love, Chris Bosh final piece who's the third guy. Um, actually, Boston, he would be the second guy. So that, well, and Marcus Smart's not a two. I don't know. My, Miami Heat, could, could they toughen up Carl Anthony Towns in that Heat culture? I just, I wonder if Towns is kind of on his way out in Minnesota. It's like, you know what? We It, it just didn't work. Two years in a row, get to the playoffs, can't advance. Something's got to change. You feeling me? Yeah, I mean, it, it, like I said, everything you're saying makes sense, uh, especially, you know, the Towns portion where I think we've seen that he is not the franchise player that Minnesota hoped he would be. Um, like I said, I just think the problem is that because they went all in on this Gobert deal, I cannot see them trying to undo it by trading away a guy who's a better player than Gobert, right? So I think that they'd be more likely to take Ten cents on the dollar for Gobert, than to trade Towns. That's just my opinion. Hmm. Um, Mike Conley still has one year left next year. Twenty-four mil. They'll lose Austin Rivers. They'll lose Bryn Forbes. Noel. Oh, they're gonna lose Nas Reed. I forgot they had Nas Reed and Jaden McDaniels. Huh? Maybe they just say, you know what? We were down two of our guys. Well, I don't know how they keep Nas Reed. But that is that that may be worth something. Like Jaden McDaniels is a good wing. He could have been that guy you put on Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. At any rate, let's go to a key team people care more about. The Clippers are now eliminated. And they've got some really, really tough questions. Russell Westbrook, listen, up and down series, Rob, ends three of eighteen, starts three basically bookended by three of eighteen performances from Russ. You know, I, I feel like I should take an L. On, I don't. I don't even think Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook's in the league next year. Remember when I was saying that with the Lakers, because there was value when Kawhi and Paul George were out. Russ was able to do some things, pad some stats, and make them interesting. Now they didn't do anything. They they won one game in the series. They're done. I don't. They, Russell Westbrook's a really tough one, man. Do you bring him back? Because, you know, you could say, fine, you know what, Paul and Kawhi will be healthy next year. Try that. you still got Eric Gordon. Um, Norman Powell's back. I like Norman Powell. you got the Morris twin, Covington. I mean, you got a lot of guys back. Do you just run it back again? Have you seen this payroll? My gosh. Terrence Mann, $10 million next year. Zubak, 10 mil. Batum, 11. Covington, 11.6. Morris, 17.1. Oh my gosh, they're going to have to, I, you know, I read this, Rob. If they get eliminated in the first round, the Warriors and the Clippers, payroll taxes are going to be like nine-figure checks that they're going to have to write to the league. <laughs> like, it, 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 I mean, I think it was just John Hollinger at The Athletic, something like that. Like, the numbers are just insane. They're going to have to just pay so much for losing in the first round. I don't see an easy path away from Paul and Kawhi, especially given the arena that they're building. I would love to hear something super creative where 
I mean, yeah, you can't get Victor Wembanyama. I don't know. I don't know. Would you? Would you even make a play for one of those top picks in this draft? Get a young guy and just say, you know what, we're starting over. I don't know. Would you? Do you want to wait out the Warriors dynasty? I mean, hell, they could lose this. They could be out of the playoffs this weekend. LeBron and AD probably. You know, if they win the series, they're going to have like maybe the Clippers just say, you know what, we're done with these these guys who keep getting hurt. We're going to punt. We'll start over, and um, in a couple of years, we'll have something ready for action. But we're not winning with these guys as we're con- currently constituted. Let's just let's just think about the future and build toward that. Is that even an option? Probably not for a billionaire. Like yeah, it, well, were it not for the new arena, then that that could be an option. But I I don't think there's any way you can open up a new was it three billion dollar stadium with a a rebuilding project? I, I just don't think you can. I, I think they go the other way. I think they go all in even more so than they have been the last couple of years. Because if you look at their salary cap table, they got $60 million in expiring contracts. They have their picks. I believe they have a first round this year from Milwaukee. And I think they can trade 27 and 29 first rounders. Wait, wait, who are the expiring? Is Gordon? Gordon, which is a non-guaranteed. Oh, they have the team option. Which is a non-guaranteed deal. So they can definitely get off of that if they wanted to. Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum combined make forty million next mm. season. So, so you think someone might take that? It's possible. Like, like I said, I, I think that they are much more likely to either package some of those, all of those, and try to either go big game hunting and go after, you know, a Bradley Beal type player. Uh, Kyrie. Well, Kyrie is a free agent, so they can't. Mm. You know what I mean? So sign and trade. Yeah, but I think I think that they get hard capped, so I don't think they can do a sign and trade. Oh, uh, and they probably wouldn't do that anyway. Right, but but like like again, I'm not saying these are actual possibilities, but just it's not crazy to say, hey, uh, Clay Thompson wants to get extended in Golden State, and he and they're not going to give it to him, so they he's in a, he can get moved. Um, the Bulls have reportedly, depending who you listen to, have been looking to get off the Zach Levine deal ever since they signed the contract. Oh, Lakers! Come but on, I'm just saying, on. like, there's guys who you could conceivably get if you have enough enough money to match and you're willing to give up your picks i i think more than likely though they're going to take those draft picks they're going to take that expiring money they're going to try to reconfigure the roster to get younger to get more athletic to withstand the inevitable injuries to paul george and Kawhi leonard inevitable injuries so i i think they're going to go all in for at least one more big swing in 2024 and then from there we'll see what happens Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's spin it forward to tonight's games. Rob, interesting scenario. If, let's say the Lakers close out the Grizzlies in game five in, in Memphis, would you rather face the Kings or the Warriors? Kings. <sighs> well, let's see here. Sabonis, AD, who guards LeBron? Harrison Barnes, yep. Keegan Murray. Can't put a rookie on him. Barnes. Um, you got Davion Mitchell. I don't know who guards Fox. It's going to be a heavy Schroeder series, huh? Jared Vanderbilt. Well, I mean, look, in all fairness, nobody guards Fox. Right? Like we're, we're seeing that with Andrew yeah. Wiggins. Like nobody. Malik Monk revenge series. <laughs> Former Laker Malik Monk. Um, Davion Mitchell on Austin Reeves. Sure. I Listen, I don't know. The Kings are fun. This The, the Fox in finger injury is just crushing. Um, he apparently is going to try to give it a go tonight. Um, he went from doubtful to likely to play. I, I can't imagine him not playing, but he's going to be playing with this clunky thing on his finger. And as such, the Warriors are one and a half point favorites on the road where they have lost two games outright. Warriors had an extra day in between for the old guys to heal up. Bucks are huge favorites. Memphis, four point favorites against the Lakers. The Cavaliers, five and a half point favorites in an elimination game for the Knicks. Interesting. Um, I, I got to stay away from Warriors Kings. And I did have somebody this week say, dude, what's up with no best bets? And, I, and I'm being honest, guys. This is 100% real talk. I'm looking at these games and the lines, and I'm like, I don't have a great feel because so much crazy shit's been happening with the injuries. Like, Bucks heat. I mean, if you had found anybody taking the heat against the Bucks in game four when Giannis was back, like, 
you know, I would love to have heard that. I don't know any. And, and then Tuesday, everybody liked the favorites, right? You got the big favorites. You got uh, DeJounta Murray out. It's like, come on, elimination game, paper clips, you know, and all three dogs covered. I don't know, Rob. This is tough. The key, Warriors-Kings is the marquee game. I do love the early 430 tip out here on the West Coast Lakers-Grizzlies. And the NBA wisely only has one game Thursday. And as a matter of fact, NBA draft, obviously, Thursday. Rob, there would have been no games if the Celtics had closed out the Hawks. Um, so Wednesday, they, they're heavy with four games. Thursday, just one. But like, Jason, I got 100 bucks. I, I want to bet it on something. I'll I'll let you go first, Rob. If if you're getting texts like that, that dude's a straight up degenerate, and he should not be gambling. He, well, that's not a text. That's a uh, DM. but it, whatever. Uh, he should not look. Whoever emailed you or texted you, DM'd you, whatever. That said, hey, what's up with the best bets? And you're saying I'm not going to give any out if I don't feel good about it. That is what you were supposed to do. If you're one of those guys who's giving out gambling advice on games that you don't actually feel good about, then you're a crook. So I'm glad that we, we oh, established damn. that J-Mac is not that kind of a guy. Yeah, no, no, no. If I don't have a feel, I'm not just flushing money. Good. I mean, come uh, on. But as f- like, NCAA tournament is is a little different. Like, you can have a vibe one way or the other. It's an elimination, one-game deal. Mm-hmm. There's numbers you can dig into. NBA is crazy. I mean, there, there's guys missing every— Like, John Morant, did you see how many times he fell on his hand the other night? Yeah. And he's, like, in pain, shaking it. I don't know how much is that. Like, is he 100%? I mean, I know he scored 22 in a row in the fourth, but he didn't shoot it well in, in, um, game, four. in game four. Yeah. Well, well, looking um, ahead to tonight's games, the, the one game that I, I've, as much as it pains me to say, the one game that I'm confident in is Grizzlies minus four. You think Memphis wins? I think Memphis rolls them. I don't want Lakers it to happen, tired. but I, that's what I think is going to happen. My, my read would have been the Bucks come out very angry Jimmy Butler has to be gassed. 56 friggin' points. I would say Bucks smash the heat. And everybody's like, oh, this is not close to over. Um, I, I just, I can't wait for Warriors-Kings, Rob. I, I'm, I, listen, I'm torn here because you know I root for Curry, my favorite player. Mm-hmm. But I like this Kings team. Like, if they advanced, I'm watching their games. Even if it's not against the Warriors. Even if it's not the Lakers. Like, Kings-Grizz, I'm all in on the Kings. Love me some De'Aaron Fox, Davion Mitchell, uh, Rob. You you you're athletic. You played football. You just watch Davion Mitchell, and it's funny. I I know I'm referencing the uh, men's league again, uh, even though the game was like three days ago. Um, so I came out and I'm guarding their point guard who you know played professionally in like Taiwan or something, low level, not like the top league. And so I told myself, you see what Davion Mitchell's doing? I'm going to do that. Like, arms around, not restricting because you can't touch. And I came out on the very first ball denying, and he couldn't get the ball, and he was pissed. And then another guy goes to the foul line, and he walks right over to the ref, and he's like, are you seeing what he's doing? So I see this during the first free throw. After the first free throw, I go right over to the ref. I say, you see how Davion Mitchell's guarding Curry? That's what I'm doing. I'm not restricting. I'm just in his air, airspace. He's not, I'm not going to let him get the ball. And the guy, Mark is his name. You know, he's a friendly guy. And um, he just starts laughing. And I'm like, I mean, listen, that's if you get the ball, we're in trouble. And Rob, this is going to probably be the loseriest thing I've, I've ever done. So I watched the video because the game's on YouTube. And I jotted down all the stats. I'm not even kidding. I charted shooting. The guy who I guarded, Ended up 
one of eight. He made one layup and it was not against me. He made one basket in the game. Now he made a ton of free throws, not on, not on my fouls. And their best player who gave us 47, he was one of four in the second half, three of six in the first, so four of 10. He went from 47 points to that. Now they did make 15 more free throws. I'm pissed about it. And now I've admitted that I'm a massive loser who charts men's league stats um, off a YouTube video. That's, that's embarrassing. It's almost as bad as when you put the point spread to last year's championship game on your Instagram. When you're like, look, the, we're going off as six and a half point favorites if you wanted to get in. I'm like, you got, you got lines no, on no, this that, that's a, that, no, that's a joke. That's a joke. I'm not taking any. I don't want anybody to think it down. I'm, take, I'm taking numbers. Did you get good two-way but action on that say, game? I jokingly told my buddy Dan, seven and a half. So he texts me before the game. He's like, how's your knee? And I was like, dude, I just went to get some shots up. And it was like, not great. It's weird. I'm gonna take some Advil. He's like, "That's great intel for the line. I may have to, uh, I may have to give the points." <laughs> and of course, we covered seven and a half. Uh, we had a guy bank in a three with like you know twelve seconds left and covered and lost by six. But anyways, <laughs> um, uh, Rob, real quick, we haven't done a lot with your Raiders. What do you want them to do in the draft? At I believe it's seven. Um, Peter King came out Tuesday and said, there's a chance C.J. Stroud does not go in the top seven. And I wonder if he said top seven because he knows something that the Raiders just are not interested. They got Jimmy G. They have no backup because they lost Stidham to the Broncos. But who do you want at, at seven? I want a quarterback. And, oh. and if they're not, not going to get C.J. Stroud, maybe you take that flyer on Anthony Richardson because you already got Garoppolo oh. for one season. But... Um, well, wait, he's, he's got longer than a one-year deal. Yeah, but I mean, you at a minimum, whoever takes Anthony Richardson cannot play him as, as a rookie. You just can't. He's, he's too raw. He's not ready at all unless you're going to get him like week 12 just to get some reps there before the following season. Um, but if they're not going to get a quarterback, I'd rather them trade down because th- their defense needs a hell of a lot more than what the guy at number seven can give them. They, they need hmm. multiple corners, multiple defensive linemen, um, linebacker, I don't know if this is a great draft for linebackers in the first round, so you may no, get them later. Um, they need offensive line help. Like they, they need, they have a lot of holes to fill. And um, yeah, if, if it's not a quarterback, trade down, accumulate more stuff, get after it again in a year. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know if anybody's actually interested in someone that, that much that they would move up to seven. You've got to give the perception that you really want. Anthony Richardson so that Tennessee says we've going to come up we're coming up four spots to get him before Atlanta has a crack at eight or um I'm trying to think off the top of my head who is at nine damn I don't have my list in front of me but yeah I I don't know if the Raiders are built like that you know well they came from the Patriots you know brain trust right when the Patriots famous for trading down all the time oh yeah so we'll see what happens all right so we'll do some draft tomorrow Obviously, recapping the hopeful Lakers sweep, but I, I'm leaning toward agreeing with Rob that I, I, it's a tall order for the Lakers to win this game. You know, LeBron and AD looked absolutely gassed after that game, and only one day off um, should be a good one. I would rank Kings Warriors as the best game. I, I, I'm more intrigued by Bucks Heat. But uh, obviously, Lakers. We'll see. I don't, and listen, if Desmond Bain gets hot, Dylan Brooks gets hot, and then they get in a zone. Like it's not out of the realm that they win three straight. This is a fifty what fifty three win team or something. Um, people want to. It's so funny, Rob. All the all the anti 
LeBron people are like, oh, it's friggin' Memphis. These guys stink. <laughs> it's like, bro, they've been the number two seed since January. They've won like 50-something games. John Morant probably is going to be all NBA. I, I didn't vote him for it. And and oh, these are the same Jordan fans who were like, Michael Jordan had to go through those Mark Price, Brad Doherty, Cavs teams. They were really good. <laughs> like, motherfucker. You, you, Craig Elo? Mark Price, Brad Doherty? Look, really? When this series wraps and the Lakers are in round two, it's going to say the Lakers beat the defensive player of the year and an all-NBA point guard. That's a good point. Just saying. I forgot. Hey, Jaron Jackson. He's good. Uh, All right, we've gone long enough. That's it for today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.